Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is a Dude Studios production. And hey, I'm the Dude. Hey, bartender. Welcome back to Hey Bartender Podcast. I am your bartender for the evening. That you can call me the dude, or you can call me Anthony. We've worked that we've worked that out pretty well so far. Uh, how's everybody doing? This is the Wednesday Quick Shot episode. You know, just a couple quick musings, a couple quick complaints, whatever I feel like talking about. Pretty much, uh, it's you know, it's just something to catch up with you guys a little bit uh, midweek. Uh, but as usual, we uh, can't just get into this without starting off the day with the drink special. That's right. So, today's drink special, we I stole from Cyber Cocktails on Instagram. This looked like a really cool drink, so I'm going to tell you about it right now. This is called an Irish trash can. The ingredients you need, vodka, gin, rum, blue Caraco, triple sec, peach schnapps, and Red Bull. That sounds like a really dangerous drink. Uh, probably uh, like my uh, one of my previous guests, Kalen Whitney, would say this drink will probably kill you. But from the look of the picture, I'll post it on Hey Bartender website, or you can go over to Cyber Cocktails Instagram page and go check it out. Uh, according from the looks of this, you put uh, take about a pounder glass, maybe half full with ice. You pour in the vodka, gin, rum, blue, Caraco, triple sec, and peach schnapps, equal parts, probably about a half a shot each. And then you drop the Red Bull inside the glass and just let it, you know, uh, can and all. Just dump dump the contents of the Red Bull can and leave the can in there, throw a straw in there, and then you have an Irish trash can. That, uh, yeah, that sounds like a really dangerous drink. So, uh, buyer beware and uh, probably tastes pretty good too. You never know. Before we get started with the show, I'd just like to tell you that this episode is brought to you by bartendersowncoffee.com. Bartendersowncoffee.com has a large selection of different blends of coffee available, uh, for drip, available for espresso or whole bean, also available in K-Cups. They also have a small selection of novelty coffee mugs and coffee makers. Uh, the coffee makers aren't novelty, but you get what I mean. So head on over to bartenderzonecoffee.com and enjoy some bartender-approved wake-up juice. So everybody, welcome back to the show. Uh, we, you know, this is just going to be a short shot episode, but I had this uh memory popped into my head the other day and I thought it was funny as hell. I even postulated it to uh everybody on Instagram. Postulate. Another really big word. I don't use big words this much. Maybe it's because of the podcast or uh the fact that I uh drink uh, large amounts of caffeine throughout the day. But it doesn't matter. Uh I I re- I had this memory I had a bar customer come in. She was actually a bartender from another bar across town. Her bar would close at 11. My bar didn't close until 
and she would come over and uh, actually funny story about her. She actually, uh, uh, I tried to be friends with her at first, but uh, because, you know, pretty girl, but her boyfriend, uh, she always had her boyfriend. So I kept a respectable distance, but she didn't like me at all at first because she thought I poured weak drinks. She was actually one of those people you know, this be her being a bartender. It actually, actually to this day, surprises the fuck out of me. She was one of those people that would ask for a vodka crayon and a tall glass. So what does that mean to the bartender? Put in your ice, one shot of vodka filled with cranberry. But then she got mad and say, did you even put any alcohol in this? I said, well, one shot of alcohol and cranberry. That's what you get. And she goes, well, uh, and then she, and then she'd get a little pissed off about it. Come on. She's a bartender. She should know if she wants a double ask for a double, she's going to pay for it. Uh, but you know, I didn't know her that well. And, uh, at that point in time. And so I, you know, uh, I didn't, I didn't really pay attention much to it. She, she actually went over to the bar right behind mine where my good friend Shannon worked and she told uh, she told Shannon that I wasn't a very good bartender because I didn't make very good drinks, and uh, you know I think as usual as Shannon did constantly for me, she uh, stuck up for me and said, "Well, all you asked for was just a vodka crayon. What if you want a double, you got to ask for a double." And you know, it's come on, you're a bartender, you should know that. But unfortunately, she eventually, uh, well, she changed bars for a little while. And didn't come in on during my shift, but after a while she started coming back into my shift because probably because my bar was open later than Shannon's bar, and I tried to be nice to her. I just uh, when she came back in, I wasn't sarcastic or anything like that. I was just, hey, what's happened? She said, uh, give me a vodka crayon, and I did when I was bartending one of those little bartender tricks uh, that. Uh, if your manager stands behind you and counts your shots, don't do this. But if you know that you're reasonably safe and uh, not going to get picked on about it, I did that thing where the customers that didn't need that much alcohol, uh, I'd pour them a little light, and then the good customers, I'd pour them a little bit heavy. And it all evens out in the middle. Managers, if you're listening to this, yes, it does happen. Get off your high horse because uh, that's good business right there. I don't care what uh, you managers think about poor costs and all that crap. So I was I knew that I could afford to give this girl a little bit of extra vodka in her drink, and but she asked she asked for a vodka crayon in a bucket this time, not in a pint glass. And so I poured her about a shot and a half of vodka and filled it up with cranberry juice. And when I gave it to her, she took a couple sips off it and said, Ed, uh, excuse me, could you please put a little bit more cranberry in this? And then I started flipping her shit. I was like, come on, what the hell? You, you said my drinks were too light before. And she said, I know, I know. And, uh, you know, she was, uh, she later admitted to me that, uh, when she would, uh, she would only have maybe two drinks before heading home. But when she head home, she had to go to her mother's place to pick up her kid. And then, uh, then she'd go back to her house, but her mother would get mad at her if she smelled alcohol on her breath. 
So she wanted to get a little, little bit loose, a little bit of a buzz before going home. Now, it doesn't mean she, no, some of you people out there, it doesn't mean she's a bad mother or anything like that picking up her kids. She wasn't drunk. Uh, I don't think I ever saw her completely drunk. Uh, but, you know, she just, you know, feel a little loose, be a little happy. And uh, so she had to, uh, she had to lighten up a little bit on how much she drank just in case her mother could smell the alcohol on her. Which leads us to today's subject. What things have your customers done or what things have you seen them do to get rid of the alcohol smell on, on their breath? Now, here's just a few of the top ones that I've heard. We'll start with the easiest. Uh, breath mints, Altoids, Lifesavers, that sort of thing. Head over to the uh, convenience store nearby and grab yourself some gum, mints, and chew on that really good before uh, going to wherever they'll look down on you for smelling like alcohol. That is probably the most common and most favorite way that people try to get that smell of alcohol out of their breath. Okay, that doesn't always work. Um, I think I uh, I think I told you about the time where I was on a uh, I was on a Greyhound bus heading from Seattle to Portland, and there was this drunk guy just causing disturbance all over the bus. And uh, when they they stopped the bus at a way station, and he decided, oh crap, I'm in trouble. So he runs into the bathroom with a giant bottle of Listerine to try to get the alcohol off his breath. Little did he know, Listerine at that time at least, I don't know if they still do, uh, had the alcohol level of um, you know almost about the same as vodka or a shot of whiskey. And he tried to drink like half a bottle. So that didn't really help his situation, especially since he fell off or he fell off the stairs of the bus on his way out. They didn't push him or anything. Of course, this was back in 95, 96. So nobody had their cell phone out to record the whole, uh, the whole spiel. So, uh, but yeah, breath mints that, uh, that's probably the most common. The one that I absolutely hate with a passion is people that try to cover up their alcohol smell with some kind of cologne or perfume because inevitably they're going to put on too much and it's going to asphyxiate everybody in the room. And it is a huge tell when you're wearing that much cologne or perfume, you're hiding something. And let me be the first one to tell all the customers out there, you're not hiding shit. It actually makes you smell worse. Yeah, now, not only do you now smell like, uh, I don't know, describe it, well, one of those smells. Uh, I'm just going to steal one off the internet here. You may sit back and think you smell like a decadent oriental leather with an intoxicating grip uh, cap, uh, that captures a rarefied air. But no, you might smell like that, yes. But you also smell like stale beer. And so, you know, inform your customers if they're asking you questions uh, about, uh, you know, what can I do to get this alcohol smell off me? Don't suggest cologne. Yeah, it's it, uh, it's god awful, especially when it's mixed with stale uh, alcohol. The next uh, one that uh, comes up was one of the weirdest ones that I've ever uh, came uh, that I've ever heard about. 
uh, actually came from the girl that I talked about at the beginning of the show. She looked at me with a serious face, uh, pretty face too, but let, you know, let's not get into that. Um, she looked at me with a serious face and asked, is it true that if you put pennies in your mouth, that gets rid of the smell of alcohol on your breath? And I believe my reaction was, I don't know. Ew, what? Because who who puts pennies in their mouths and enjoys it? And uh, I even looked that up on the internet before this recording this show. Um, it uh, Putting pennies in your mouth does jack shit. Um, I think it was probably invented by a bartender that just wanted to see if people would put dirty change in their mouth. Because, uh, you know, they thought there was probably going to be some kind of reaction to the copper and their breath. And uh, uh, it may be uh, uh, a, just a horrible trick to play on your uh, customers, which if you hate the customer enough, go for it. Uh, hate, uh, your bartenders told you to. But uh, no, if I mean, that's just stupid. Uh, I mean, putting, putting copper in your mouth like that? Ugh. Which, and also, speaking of copper, uh, somebody, uh, they, somebody even came up, I think it was on an episode of Mythbusters I watched, they were doing alcohol-related myths, and they tried to get rid of, or no, they weren't trying to get rid of the smell of alcohol on them, they were trying to bring down their alcohol level, you know, they, you know how Mythbusters does it, they drink until they re- reach the uh, legal limit for alcohol consumption, 0.08. And then they put a battery in their mouth, a double-A battery, and uh, then did the breathalyzer test. No, did not help at all. Myth busted. And and I'm sitting there going, who thinks up this shit? I mean, how desperate are you? To, uh, well, some people get you know, extremely desperate because they don't want to smell like alcohol uh, when they, well, for example, pick up their kids or go back to their job. They, they decided to have a mart- two-martini lunch and uh, don't want to smell like alcohol when they walk back into the office or whatever, or when they just show up for work, they don't want uh, their boss smelling beer on them, which is where the cologne thing came in because uh, I, I uh, at another job later on in life, I was sitting in the work truck waiting for my coworker to show up, and he jumps into the truck, and I immediately, as soon as the door opened, I went, Jesus Christ, how much did you drink last night? And he justified it by saying, hey, we added a new member to our family. I had to, man. And uh, which in the line of work that I'm in right now, as bad as he smelled as of alcohol, it was my it would have been my irresponsibility to not send him home, which I didn't do uh, because the job that I do now is uh, really dangerous. But uh, I should have sent him home. It was a Saturday anyway. He could have gotten, uh, he could have gone home and nobody would have said a word. But it just came to work reeking of alcohol and tried to hide it with cologne. And he, he did it more than once. Uh, in fact, it even, uh, when I tried to talk to him about it, he got offended. But when somebody else talked to him about it, he was like, oh, okay, maybe I do, uh, do have a problem. And, but that's just, that's just the way things go out here where I live. But that was a different time, different company. Uh, I don't work for them anymore, and uh, that company can kiss my ass. But uh, so, 
you know, those are just the, uh, the stuff that I've heard of, but I, uh, put it out there on Instagram that, you know, I postulated the question in the Instagram story. Uh, what ways have your customers, uh, used to try to get the smell of alcohol in their breath and boogie boogie lives, um, big fan of this show, uh, always quick to, uh, add his two cents on anything I ask. He actually said peanut butter. And I, I thought about that and, you know, I should have followed up with him on that. And it's a really peanut butter because I picture alcohol and peanut butter, not mixing well at all. And it just, I picture the peanut butter curdling in your stomach along with whatever you drank all that night. And then, uh, well, but the handy thing about peanut butter is it goes down the same way. It's going to come back up, I guess. Uh, but peanut butter, that's interesting. Okay, I just okay, I just looked this up. Uh, according to somebody uh, on uh, on a, a website somewhere, uh, peanut butter can get rid of alcohol breath as long as you're not drinking something stronger than vodka, which everything is stronger than vodka. So if uh, you enjoy peanut butter and you enjoy, enjoy vodka, there you go. Other things that I've looked up, uh, uh, charcoal tablets. I don't, I never heard of charcoal, charcoal tablets before in my life. And just by reading this, I don't suggest it. Uh, it's probably one of those things like when, uh, the president said, uh, drink Clorox and get rid of COVID-19, which by the way, do not do that. Anyway, charcoal tablets, uh, it's, uh, absorbed in your mouth and, uh, it's said to blow clean air into a tester, but um, breathalyzers uh, do a chemical analysis and a bunch of other scientific words. Um, so uh, char- the charcoal would probably cover up the smell uh, of whatever crap is in your stomach, but it will not cover up the smell that's inside your lungs. Now, I know what you're saying. Look, you don't breathe alcohol. Technically, you do because you put all that stuff in your mouth and then you regurgitate a little bit or burp or something like that and you breathe in. And yes, it goes into your lungs that way. So, you know, just don't do that one. Um, another one uh, uh, is to eat foods with a stronger smell than alcohol, uh, whatever alcohol you're drinking. So, like if you decided to drink... Uh, a bunch of wine and you don't want to smell like a winery on your way home. They, some people suggest to eat something that is equally smelly, like say salmon, halibut, uh, or, uh, steak, maybe uh, something, uh, you know, just something, lots of garlic, uh, you know, something that, uh, smells even worse. Um, I can't say that works either. Uh, uh, Besides, when you're drinking at least that much, uh, in order to have feel like you need to cover up a smell, uh, you're going to have to eat a lot, and you're going to lose your buzz because uh, your customer's going to lose their buzz because uh, the alcohol gets soaked up by the food, depending on what they're they're eating, or the alcohol w- uh, will influence your stomach to reverse gears. And whatever you, whatever they ate is going to end up all over the floor next to their bed or, or wherever it happens to be. I just hope it doesn't happen in your bar. Uh, 
I mean, there are a lot of things that you can tell your customers, uh, and, uh, probably, um, you know, the, the best you can do is just, uh, it, you tell your customers, uh, the safest thing to do is f- tell them, go get a mint, go get a pack of Altoids or something like that. Don't eat the whole box because uh, Altoids, I, I had a teacher uh, a long time ago who used to do shots uh, during his break. Yeah, he had a real problem. And he would pop a couple, a couple Altoids uh, after uh, drinking to hide the alcohol smell. Didn't work. Um, but uh, But he was a whiskey drinker. So whiskey and Altoids don't mix. But the best thing you can do is just pop a couple mints and tell them to prepare to apologize for the smell of their breath. Uh, they just want to stop by for a couple drinks and, uh, you know, be able to come up with a speech saying, I'm completely fine to drive right now. We only live this far away. Of course, if they're talking to a cop, that's not going to matter. But if they're talking to a cop and uh, they're... Uh, they only had a couple, truthfully. Uh, the the cop will, uh, you know, uh, you know, give them a breathalyzer, give them a roadside sobriety test, whatever, and uh, don't and tell your customers don't fall for the ABC's backward crap because uh, that's just horseshit. And, I'm, uh, and the key thing is not to say I can't even say my ABC's backward uh, backwards when I'm sober. Ah, so you are drunk. Oh, crap. Uh, But, uh, yeah, I mean, when it comes to getting rid of bad breath, just tell tell them, if you're really concerned about it, stop by the the corner store, get some mints, uh, and just be prepared to apologize for it. That's all you can do. Uh, Because if they don't want to get in trouble for having alcohol on their breath, they shouldn't have been out drinking anyway. Uh, uh, and if all they're doing is stopping and having a quick one before going home, tell, you know, you know tell the people that, uh, uh, tell, you know, tell their family and it's just to relax a little bit. If they're getting completely shit faced before heading home that they've got other problems. Don't even get into that. You don't want a part of that. Anyway, people, it is last call for the short shot episode. Just a quick one, and we're away. Uh, like to thank uh, Boogie Lives for uh, giving me a suggestion on something uh, something that people do to hide their uh, breath. You know what? I got a really killer compliment about the show. Um, I'm not really sure I deserve it, but I'm going to take it just because. Uh, why not? Uh, leave your sword on. Uh, leave your sword on Instagram. Uh, he's a tea brewer in the Netherlands, uh, and, uh, has his own, has his own company. He, uh, he brews kombucha and, uh, leave your sword is leave your sword. Kombucha is the name of his, um, organic tea. His, uh, looks like it, it says here brewing organic kombucha only on tea in Amsterdam Nord, a hundred percent tea, zero percent bullshit. ABV 2.5%. Uh, so go check out his stuff. Uh, he paid me a uh, paid me a real uh, groovy compliment. He referred to me as the David Attenborough of uh, the 
uh, David Attenborough of the Bar Human Psychology. Now, uh, those are all uh, psychology and me. I never thought that would be something that would mix. I even did ask him if it's because in the last episode I tried to recite the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy while doing my best Stephen Fry impression. Um, and uh, But uh, he paid me an awesome compliment. So uh, thank you so much. Leave your, uh, leave your sword. Uh, everybody go check out his uh, his profile on Instagram at Leave Your Sword. Go visit his website, www.leaveyoursword.com slash shop. Um, like I said, he's a tea, uh, tea brewer in uh, Amsterdam, and uh, he's just a really friendly guy from the short conversations I've had with him. I'd also like to thank Cyber Cocktails for letting me steal your... Uh, uh, your recipe for the Irish trash can. Uh, if you go out and try that drink, please let me know. I want to hear about it. Uh, you can email me, dude, at heybartenderpodcast.com. You can also reach me on Facebook, uh, profile Hey Bartender Podcast, on Instagram, Hey Bartender Podcast, on uh, Twitter, Hey Bartender PO1. Um, and uh, don't forget, if uh, you guys want to help support the show and get something in uh, return, visit www.heybartenderpodcast.com and go pick yourself up a Hey Bartender Podcast t-shirt uh, and help support the show. I would greatly appreciate it. And also one more quick word from our sponsor, bartendersowncoffee.com. Go check out their selection of coffees and novelty cups and uh coffee machines they've got uh k-cups they've got different types of brews different types of uh blends uh all ready for you to make your coffee how you like it whether it be standard drip espresso or just grind them on your own bartenderzonecoffee.com and with that ladies and gentlemen that's it for the short shot episode as usual i would just want to wish you all lots of love lots of sex lots of happiness and don't take any shit from anyone. Good night. What do you mean it's last go? I just got...